Did you know that you and I could work together? Did you know that right now, this week, you and I could be uh, planning and working on how to help you accomplish your cultural goals in your organization? Do you realize that this week we could already have coaching sessions scheduled on the calendar for you and I to talk about how to see your cultural goals come to fruition. Did you know that right now we could have a plan, we could have uh, sessions and workshops scheduled for your senior leadership team, for your executive team, to help them build the skill of multicultural leadership. The world has changed. Let's catch you up. Let's work together. Go to my website, NikkiLearner.com, and shoot me a message on the Contact Me button. Um, and let's find out how we can work together. Let's go. Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come froms in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. Hey, everybody. I'm excited about uh, our little short podcast for today. And I was thinking about this and uh, realizing that in all of the episodes that I've shared with you up until this point, and now we are in season four, um, I believe that there's probably maybe only one or two out of out of about 130 plus episodes where I have spoken uh, to someone who uh, either leads or serves on diversity committees. And uh, I am developing a uh, workshop model for uh, diversity committees and leaders specifically, because oftentimes, um, here's what I have seen over the last several years. And this usually happened, or, or it started to expand in the summer of 2020, um, when we were having chaos in our country and business leaders and organizational leaders really wanted to say, hey, you know, not on our watch. Um, we are going to look at this issue. We are going to look at our companies. We are going to see, uh, are we creating spaces where people feel like they can thrive culturally, where they feel safe when they come to work? Um, and that something as egregious as some of the things that were happening um, in 2020, uh, that even no form of that would happen in the workplace. And I love that. I don't love the catalyst for it, but I do love that leaders respond. And let me tell you, uh, some of the, the best leaders who started to have these discussions and start opening this up, um, how do I say it? Leaders going to lead. <laughs> and if you're in an organization or you are a senior leader, 
and uh, particularly in 2020 or whatever, you just did nothing. Um, it's certainly not too late for you to lead. Uh, but you also have to realize that you cannot abdicate your leadership responsibility uh, when things are happening in the country and in the world. Um, we are in a different time uh, than we were even just five years ago in the work world. And so as leaders, we can either uh, wish that it was different, we can try and uh, take it back <laughs> to where it was, or we can move forward and lead with a sense of authority, that we can lead with a sense of humility, that we can lead with a sense of future. Uh, and that decision is up to us as leaders. So if you find yourself in that role, uh, just know that. But here's really what I wanted to speak to today. I wanted to speak to uh, those of you that have either formed or serve on or lead diversity committees uh, or diversity councils or diversity groups or uh, whatever it is. And I want to talk about one thing with you. I have lots to share. <laughs> uh, as I said, I have created a workshop that is specifically for uh, people who are working on diversity, equity, and inclusion committees or groups, which I'm going to be uh, rolling out and offering sometime soon. Um, however, I do want to talk to you about this one thing, and that is authority. What I've seen in the last several years as I've been working uh, with my clients is that these groups and committees and councils have been formed or were formed. And the thing that was missing when they were formed was a clear understanding about where the authority lies for the committee or the council or the group, or for some of you, even your employee resource groups. Um, sometimes an employee resource group, an ERG, has been formed, um, you know, for the purpose of input or recommendation. But what happened was, is that the senior leaders uh, never gave a sense of authority to any of these committees or groups. And make no mistake about it, it is the responsibility of the senior leaders to give this authority. Nobody else can give this authority because the senior leaders are the ones that have the authority. And so what I've seen is that you have a lot of um, really awesome people in your organization who, by the way, are working on these committees and councils uh, as volunteers. <laughs> right? Like you, you haven't added that to their job description. Uh, if you're the senior leader, you haven't uh, given them uh, two hours a week or even an hour a week in their job description where they can actually use their work time and count at their work time to work on these committees. What you've done is you've told them, we're going to build the committee, but hey, if you want to serve on it, just know it's going to be volunteer, 
And then if the committee or the council doesn't do what you hoped they would do or you wanted them to do, well, then now you hold them accountable for not doing the work when in actuality what you told them on the front end was do your, quote, other work first and then if there's time, do diversity. Because if you're honest, that's about how much you thought about it. But even beyond that, is this, a, this, this issue of authority? Most councils and committees and groups and ERGs have been formed and they do not know where their authority lies. And so what happens is, is when, when the senior leader is not clear about where the authority lies, then the, 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 your brilliant staff people who are making up these groups they decide for themselves. And now you can see where we start to have a problem, right? Now you can see where we start to have an issue around um, the, the communication between the senior leadership and these committees and councils. And what I have seen, there are some other things that are going on here, but the most important thing that I see is that there has been no clear establishment of authority or a lack of authority. And as senior leaders, you have to know that you have to know which one you want. Do you want to give your committees and councils some authority or do you not wanna give them any authority? Because what has happened here now in 2023 is that now we have frustration that has happened between senior leadership and committee members. And that is because the clear lines around authority have not been established. And even now, even two, three years later, after you've established your committee, if you still have not established any authority or where the authority lines uh, lie or where they don't lie at all, well, now everybody's confused. <laughs> and now what we what we've created instead of more flow, more input, more ideas, we've actually created more frustration. And I don't believe that that is what any of you set out to do. So if you are a if you're the senior leader, <laughs> if you're the senior leader, what I would tell you is make a decision, make a decision around what the authority lines are or what they aren't. If you are on a DEI committee or a diversity committee or a council, again, whatever it is you call it in your, in your sphere, if you're in an ERG, um, whatever it is, if you are feeling frustrated uh, that you've come to the realization after a couple of years that your committee has no authority in the organization, when you have no authority, the only thing you can deal in is influence. Let me say that again. When you have no authority, the only thing you can deal in is influence. This is really important for all of you who are on committees to realize. Because what I see oftentimes is a, uh, a struggle um, a deep weariness that happens when uh, people on a diversity committee realize that they don't have any authority. 
it's discouraging for them. It's a disappointment because for many people, they thought they had some. But many people don't. Unless the senior leadership has given it to you, you don't have it. You don't have authority. And it will benefit you <laughs> to realize this. Because once you realize this and you embrace this and you realize that this is something that you may or may not be able to change, then what you can do is spend the rest of your energy, the rest of your volunteer time dealing and wielding influence. When you have no authority, you have to deal in influence. You can't control whether or not you have authority. You can control what kind of an influence that you have, how you show up every day, what you ask for, how you are a resource. You can control those things. What you cannot control is authority. And so what I see is I see a lot of frustrated committee members who are spending all of their available time and energy at work on a diversity committee, either complaining about the fact that they don't have authority or trying to, you know, keep meeting with your senior leaders or whatever, trying to get some authority. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, it's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your time. So how do you fix this? <laughs> well, at some level, you know, if, if I were you, I wouldn't look at it as something to be fixed. Influence is powerful. Um depending on the situation, influence may not be quite as powerful as authority. But let me tell you, influence is a powerful, powerful uh, asset that you can have anywhere, in your work life, in your personal life, wherever it is. Influence is, is so important. I mean, think about all those uh, Instagram influencers and YouTube influencers that are making like million dollars a year. <laughs> like the, the, the title is influencer, <laughs> right? They get things because they influence. They um, move things because they influence. They don't have authority, but they certainly have influence. So what I want to tell you today, if you were listening, um, if you are listening and you are part of a diversity committee or council, I'm going to tell you right now, I want to challenge you to stop wasting your time trying to, uh, you know, move heaven and earth in your organization and with your senior leaders to get authority. Deal in influence. And quite frankly, what I would tell you is a lot of times influence is the pathway to authority. See, there are some of you that want authority and you don't deserve it. That might be a hard pill for you to swallow today, but if you're honest with yourself, you don't deserve the authority. Why do you deserve the authority? Just because you're a minority culture? Why do you deserve the authority? Just because you're a woman? Why do you deserve the authority? Just because, you know, if you're come from, whatever it is. Like, be honest with yourself. It's possible that you wouldn't even know what to do with the authority if you had it. So instead of wanting the authority to make decisions, deal in influence. Because oftentimes, the more influential you are, your senior leaders will see that and then know that you are responsible to hold the authority. 
Lastly, if you're listening to me and you're a senior leader, I beg you, please be clear. Please, please, please be clear with people who are uh, making up these councils and committees in your organization. Please be clear with them about where their authority lies and where it doesn't. Please establish that with them. And it's okay if you started it and you're like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot to do this. It's been a year and a half. It's not too late. You can still take up the reins and do it. But whatever you do, just be clear. And the second thing I would say if you're a senior leader is if you've got people on your staff that are um, spending their time working on committees and councils and it's outside of their job description, add it to their job description. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like a really small thing, but I mean, you do have the authority, which means you do have the authority to add that. You can add an hour or two a month, an hour or two a month, everybody, You can add an hour or two a month or even a week, even better, to uh, your team's schedule so that they can focus around diversity, so that they can clock in and, and have it be important the time that they spend on these committees and councils. You can do that. You can. You, you actually have the authority. You have more than influence in that situation. So remember, no matter where you are, if you're a committee member, if you lead a committee, or even if you're the senior leader, just remember that when you have no authority, you have to deal in influence. Come on, let's go. Let's lead. Let's develop this proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.